Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Hello, food fam. I am Carl Fiadini, and this is the Walk and Talk podcast. We are podcasting on site at the Hotel Tampa Riverwalk. A big thanks to Juan Fernandez and Chef Jonathan Rodriguez for the green light to record on property today. Our guest on the show is the Chef Brian Frick. He's running for the ACF Southeast Regional Vice President. Big deal. Let's dig in. But first, attention all chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service with over 25 butchers on staff. Their services will dazzle and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away. Ask about their dry age program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. All right, let's welcome our culinary contributor to the program, Chef Jeffrey Schlissel of the Hollywood Schlissels. Moving on. Uh, yes. How you doing, my man? Fantabulous. I man. mean, I thought that last uh, podcast with, uh, podcast with um, Chef Renny mm-hmm. was... Uh, that was great. It was badass. Oh, nice. No, no I mean, pressure. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who is this guy? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, all right. Um, no, I, I thought it went really well, and... I thought it went really, really well. And and listen, by the way, everybody, we are literally uh, broadcasting, uh, recording in a live restaurant in a hotel, right? That's what gives the character and grit to the show, all right? We can go to any studio and, and do this, but we choose to come to places and, and actually, you know, um, experience these properties. All right. Chef Brian, how are you? Absolutely fantastic. Thank right. you for having me today. No, this a, is great. Our pleasure, and I and I appreciate you coming on the program. Um, before we dive into questions, give a little history. You know, take two minutes, a minute and a half, something like that. Kind of talk about, you know, how you got into culinary, where you came from. You know, how, how did you get to where you are today? Uh, basically, I was born in a kitchen. My father was a chef, and I was raised in a kitchen sitting on a potato chip can in the corner. But, oh God, Charles! Oh, it was the potato one. chip can, the yellow, remember the yellow the, can with a little brown specks on it. it. Yeah, they dropped and it off I your used house. To sit there on that can, and I'd watch my dad work in the kitchen all day long. He, and I'd can, come over, and he's see not him. that old. That's why he and doesn't know what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly before the time, but that was the can that you got your chips in. All right, I'm just going to see. Yes. So first of all, I know what you're talking about. Number one, number two. Um, <laughs> I don't know who is, I'm. I'm only a few like like two years or something like that. No, I, I, I got a little more on you than two years. I'm 49, bro. I got three. 
All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Then you get you're going to get where you got to go before me. Well, we're going to stay away from age here, but <laughs> you know <what> yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Respect your elders, damn it. But it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting there watching you know him working every day on the line, and I'd come in and for change and money. He goes, you know, I'd ask for a quarter back then. He goes, if I had a quarter, I'd stay up all night and look at it. That was my dad's most famous line, you know. And uh, so we literally lived in the kitchen, working the back, and watching do his entire life. And I said, I made a decision. I said, man, I want to be my, my dad. I want to be a chef. But I don't ever want to work as hard as my dad. Mm, wow. Did tough. I get that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but that's very true. You know. I mean, yeah. uh, the chef's life is, uh, is the life for me, man. That's like, it's like a, being a pirate, man. It's, it's, it's crazy life. That's my, other, that's my other life is a pirate chef. But we won't go there down there. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so doing that, growing in the restaurant. Went to an apprenticeship program, came out of the apprenticeship program. It was first first apprenticeship program in Columbus, Ohio, first one they had. And I was one of the first classes in that with Hartmut Hanke and quite a bit of the legend's names who were in the, in the profession. And from that, I graduated in 1981, and I went and bought a restaurant. Thought, all right, I am ready. I bought a family restaurant. I'm like, I'm in the business now. I was a dishwasher. I was the landscaping guy. I was the electrician guy. I opened up the restaurant at 5 o'clock every morning and closed at 8 o'clock every night. So as far as not working as hard as my father, that's just, that was a myth. That was a, it was a thought. Right. But again, the passion of Especially being in the business. And I owned it myself. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it. You're, you're tied yeah. in. Yeah, so it, it's, it's been in my blood all my life. Yeah. So how long have you been a member of the ACF? Uh, since 1978. As soon as I graduated high school, I was in a vocational school, and that's another plateau that we have to look in the future, vocational schools, when we're talking about institutions and getting the word out about education. Uh, from there, we went to a field trip in uh, my last year to Columbus, Ohio, and it was a weird day. It was St. Patrick's Day. I remember it like it was the day of my life. I, like, I want to go to the big city. This is amazing, St. Patrick's Day in Columbus, Ohio. And we went to uh, the uh, Sheraton downtown. Ziggy Oswald was the executive chef for the Sheraton. And I was hooked. Banquet kitchen, the coffee. I mean, the coffee pot brewer was huge. You could literally climb it. I've never seen anything so big in my life. And then the kettles and the brazers, it's like, it was there. And so I, I had to pursue this career in my life. And then I got involved in the Chef Association from there, from 1978. So, yeah. So, all right, so you have a little experience with this. A just, bit, just a right? little bit, yes. Smidge. Smidge. Yeah. Scoach. So, yeah. then, so, the, so then what actually pursued you to... Um, to go after the uh, regional VP spot, what? Well, here's two, two dreams I had when I when I got done with this, and my I had a, a vocational school, and my teachers like made fun of me, and she says, "What do you want to do someday when you graduate?" I said two things: I want to work in the White House, I want to be the chef for the White House, and also I want to be president of the ACF. Now, this remember this was in 1978, and she laughed at me. It's like, okay, you need to get more realistic dreams. Well, to this day. I've served three presidents, not in the White House, but meals throughout my career. I've served three presidents of the United States. Wow. Really, really cool. That's amazing. Which I've even actually set yeah. off the alarm a few times because when I walked into the room, I had steel-coated shoes, and, you know, the toes, safety toes, and alarm goes off. Security is metal you know, detector. Metal detector. Wow. Yeah, no knives. Just, just is my shoes. So okay, it's cool. What, what so, um, which presidents? So uh, Carter, Ford, and Reagan. To okay. in area of various events from my family's business and from you know from the convention center I was working at, but very very cool. Such an honor to have those presents and, and serve their meals. So, so mean, we I, checked that box. Are so you I didn't allowed need to? to work in my house. I presume mm-hmm. that you're allowed to like uh, have you know pictures with them, and are you? Can you you're do not. No. But here's what I did. 
So when we got done, see, always look around always the box. Always have to be look out, out the box. So, so we got the, the flyer that they handed out at the event. I literally would take the flyer, and I would send it to the President of the United States, and he would sign it and send it back to me. No kidding. Yes. So they were really good about that. So, hey, I had the honor of doing this event for you, and they would sign off and send it back to me. You have no idea what background checks you have to go through to sure. serve yeah. the president? Right. Absolutely. Mel yeah. Davis, may he rest his soul. He was When I went to Johnson Wales in Miami, we had the opportunity to serve Clinton. And, oh. you know, don't care about what, right. what political affiliation. Yep. But to have the ability to serve the president of the United States. So I'll tell you a quick story. I was in the White House with uh, the pastry chef. And Clinton was just getting in a little trouble at the time. And the chef goes, uh, we're, in, we're in stand down. You have to be very careful. We're going to sneak you in the back into the White House. Well, there is really. It's all the back of the White House. You can't walk through the front door, right? Okay. So anyhow, he takes us to the pastry shop upstairs. And it's a spiral staircase. I'm like, and I had my son. And he gave a cookie to my son. When he was five years old. And I said, you had a cookie from the White House, from the pastry shop up on top. And then I'm trying to figure out how did they get all the food from the pastry shop down that sparrow, the sterile staircase. So obviously there was back doors. But again, it was pretty wild. It was July. We had a national convention there. And we was in the White House. We had all the white. They had the, the Christmas trees up for the, for the first lady to choose what, cre- what tree they wanted for Christmas. So it was a really great treat. So I checked that box. So the other box is I've got in this is, you know, I, I talk, people talk about the ACF all the time and they're going, you're going to, you want to make a difference. And people tell me, do this, do that. I said, if you don't get involved, you can't get in to make a difference. You, you can tell me all day long what you think, sure. but until you get in the game and that's when I got in the game, but I've always been an officer in the ACF in the chapters and regions. Um, so with that said, it's a great segue. So you, you're, how do you see your leadership style? In, in actually promoting, you know, what, do you have a platform and things that you want to address or you want to kind of start task forces uh, for or whatnot? And we do support that. And, and that's coming out of my flyer here in a couple of weeks. But again, I've always been a component of transparency and education and how we can make a difference. I've, I've sat on the ACF EF accreditation committee for years, almost 10, 15 years, site visits all over the country. From that platform, but we got to build a, a newer generation of the ACF. We know we know that that's you know change change is good, but it's not always easy. So we've got to make this change, and we're starting to make this change. It is painful. I'm not going to kid you, but again, we have to make the change. We new generation of, of chefs we're seeing in today. They don't have the same worth style that we had. They choose differently. They don't want to work hours like I did back in my restaurant. They want a life too. So when we talk about life balance, we'll go a little bit later. But again platforms and when things i also support the president you know there's got to be a, a roadmap. we can't have five people driving the bus we're going to get lost or we're going to have some really big arguments on the back of the bus so we need to have a pathway as a common goal where we want to go very clear and that will be that will move things forward in the future jeff how, how, how do you uh you how do you feel about that same sort of a thing right yeah, I think if you don't change, change changes you. I mean, you got to look at, you know, Kodak and you got to look at the blockbusters. And that was the biggest thing for me looking, um, you know, I'm a past president. I sit on the chairman of the board of Palm Beach Chefs Association. Brian's been down to help a couple of times as well. So we have a very good relationship as well. But I think, you know, being in conventions now in the capacity of the board of governors for two terms of so four years, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you see it and you want it. And it, it like Brian said, when you have change, people don't like, and the problem is, is that the, the, what, what I was trying to get with Rennie is the ECF has been around for 95 years. 
95 years. It's a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we don't change and accept things differently and do things differently, change will change us. Absolutely. It will move on without us. Right. So how do you, how do you plan? How do you plan to uh, propel programs with charities, whether it be for, you know, veterans or, or, you know, something that's close to me is, um, you know, substance abuse and, well, and mental health aware, mental health awareness in right. our industry. And that's a critical part. It's got to be a value on both sides. So when you're talking to another organization, both, both sides have an interest. So we got to find a common thread of where we can tie those interests together. I know we've had conversations with the National Restaurant Association, and somehow we keep hitting walls. Uh, well, a lot of walls. There's a lot of walls. There's a lot of walls. So it's like, how do we find That's Pandora's it? box right now. <laughs> so how do we find that common thread when we work as organizations? So we talk about and we talk about mental health issues and stress. I mean, we talk about addictions and stuff like that. Well, stress is just a big killer as anything else. Sure. And, you know, we're going through a lot today. And the temperaments have changed here in the last year. There's a lot of stress out there. People are unsure. And they're just really seem a lot shorter these days. So we've got to work that out. You know, and I'm going to have to give accolades to Mr. Jeff Bacon at one point. He got up on stage and he talked about his addiction. Walk and Talk Podcast, now sweetened by Noble Citrus. Bite into a juicy crunch tangerine. 40 years perfected. Seedless and oh so tasty. Or savor a starburst pomelo. The giant citrus with a unique zing. Don't miss autumn honey tangerines. Big and easy to peel. Noble. Generations of citrus expertise. Delivering exceptional flavor year-round. Taste the difference with Noble Citrus. By the way, that's literally his name. Yeah. Jeff Bacon. Bacon. That's, he must be a good friend of yours. Yeah, right <laughs> on course. Is. Exactly. <laughs> and, but he had, you know, he, he stood up and talked about it. So it kind of opened the door to a lot of people going, oh, I got the same problem. I just didn't get up on the stage to say that. So once we create that awareness that we're all here for each other. And, and it, it's so rampant within the industry, you know, somebody, somebody coming up and actually getting on stage to talk about it. I mean, that really should just kick open a bunch of uh, Matthew Rayford. Matthew Rayford did it in 2018 in New Orleans. He was the chef side of it when they had a, a psychiatrist there. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember yeah. that. And it actually moved LJ Klink yes. to tell his story to Su- Suzanne Greer, myself, and somebody else that was sitting there. I can't remember. I mean, listen, we, we all know food cost is like the big gorilla in the room, mm-hmm. but the truth is uh, addictions and stuff are really the big. It's, and that's why I applaud a lot of company. My wife works at uh, Walt Disney World Company, and they talk about drug testing and testing all the time. Well, it's it's for the safety of the guests, is safety of the dining guests as well in our organization. Sure. So we have a lot of flags on that. So some of those programs are good because they help keep things under control when there there's random drug testing. So I'm not always component about it because there's other things that they're looking for. But again, it 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 helps make awareness available as well. But we got to get more grip and more just acknowledgement on the field is important. Chef, I, uh, I hear you're kind of a big deal when it comes to uh, bringing on new members. What do you got? Like, you know, a, a few, a few, I, I, 600. What, five? Well, I, the first year as membership chairman of the central Florida chef Association, I brought in 637 new members. 
Now, I don't ever stop bringing in new members. So I'm just going to share. And I brought my hand. I had my chef's hat. I saw I that. You can see it. But the logo on it. So I was just doing an event at Walt Disney World. And the lady goes, ACF, what is that? And I go, well, we're the Chef's Association of, of America. And she says, wow, I used to work in the Duquesne Club in Pittsburgh with a master chef. And I said, let me introduce you to the chef here. At Walt Disney World Banquet Chef. He said, Banquet Chef, this woman has worked in one of the top clubs in Pennsylvania, and she's got talent. She's worked with a master chef. Please, let's take care of her and recognize her. You would not imagine how she lit up like a Christmas that she got recognized, and she knew what the ACF was, and that the fact that she got recognized to her chef, and that's how we propel the younger generation. And it's a simple as recognition to really turn somebody's whole personality around. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, when you're talking about motivation and you and you want to bring into the fold of, you know, well, how do, how do we do better at whatever it is that we're, we do motivation and how do you motivate somebody? Yeah. My goodness, just recognize them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously if they're doing the right work, right. right. I mean, but simple. So I was working beside another lady, just one quick, so I was working beside another lady there and she was talking about my career and she says, wow, chef, I want to be just like you when I get old. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. I do appreciate that, but I don't consider myself old yet. You're like, she when says, I was you do a lot of things and you're involved in the chapter. She goes, I want to do what you're doing. I says, you can, the opportunity is you. You've got to get involved and get engaged. Open the door. So actually you've, you've brought up a couple of, um, you've actually brought up a few, uh, points on this a little bit, but so over the past couple of decades, we've seen an increase, I, I would say a, a fairly remarkable increase in um, female chefs mm -hmm. in, you know, and, or just populating the kitchen in general. Um, it used to be taboo. You would never see it or it wouldn't fly or whatnot. However you want to. You would see it. It'd probably be on the cold side or correct. the pastry. Correct. It'd be yeah, garbage yeah. off the side. Right. right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't It wasn't as prevalent. Now it's you're right. seeing them in positions on the grill. Authority. Authority. It is fantastic when you see them in charge of a restaurant. And yeah. they, they're proud of what they're doing. They've earned it. No different than what we've earned. And now they're getting the, res they're, now they're getting the respect that they've long deserved. And they're getting the recognition. You know, all the companies I work for, we do that. We don't do enough. We need to do more, but it is there. It is coming. And so what is on board? We should embrace them, bring them in and recognize them. It's huge. I, I'm, it's funny you say that. And when Rennie said the same thing, but you look at the board now and the people that are running against the pr now board, it's not a good and, diversity. But we, again, we ask people, see, we, we have this know, conversation. We ask people who, and how do we Somebody get Somebody looked at me and said, why don't you run? I said, uh-uh. But they always say, well, no, I don't want to go there. I don't want to do that. And, that's a, and it, I will tell you, absolutely. It is. I spend 30 hours to 40 hours a month on ACF stuff. So it's a lot of work. So, and they're in those are building their career. They're focused on their career. My career is established again, but again, you're, it's just this panel of, of gentlemen that are running the organization and we have broken the glass. The glass has been broken. So we welcome people. You got, you know, um, Kathleen Vossenberg in there and Kimberly Brock Brown. It is now broken. The window is open and the door is open for people to come through. They can do it. They were just always intimidated by the gentlemen that were on the old board. Culture. Old culture. Old culture. We'll loud voices and we dominant. Right. And, and that's changing. And we, the, so the door is open. Let's take advantage of it. So how, so, how does a, how does a culinary educator 
uh, encourage student participation, especially in today where we're seeing a lot of the schools, you know, kind of disappearing, disappearing. or or just dilute away. You know, on the accreditation committee, it's kind of amazing. We were very surprised when we go to the school. So we'd be coming in as accreditation. We couldn't come in as the ACF. So we're two different roles. So, and then it was amazing that some of the instructors had almost zero involvement in the ACF. So they didn't share, you know, and a lot of students we'd have, so tell us about the ACF. And the student would go, well, I don't, you're a chef's organization. They told us before you got here what you were. So it was very disheartening. So one of the programs I wanted to put in place is like, let's spend uh, like two hours before or after a site visit and talk about the ACF, do a presentation. Because instructors, they don't all, they're not all buying off on it. It's kind of their job. It's their second job. So how do we get to that audience and help them and help the instructor? If the student's involved, and I will tell you, an instructor will get involved if the student gets involved with the instructor. Any student action instructor, they've always get involved. So more and more students get involved, the instructor's going, all right, let's go do a food show. Let's go do a competition. I will support you. But if the students aren't asking, most instructors aren't going to do that. They have to take more initiative. They have to take really. more initiative. Yeah. Um, okay. Advantages versus uh, disadvantages on student voting rights. Now, I have an example of that because when, you know, when I was a student, I didn't ever ask about my rights as voting. I didn't get points. I didn't get the vote. So all I knew was I was voting. I never knew I was only getting a quarter of a vote or how much of a vote it was. So it wasn't, at that point in my career, that wasn't important. Uh, as you move on, and only because I can tell you by example, we were in the meeting in the, in the class. They said, all right, the chapter is going to support Joe YZ, and that's who we're supporting. And me as a student goes, yep, bing, and we voted. So if they had that much influence, now today's different because of social media. If I'm a student and I'm interested, I'm going to go look up Brian Frick and see what he's done, whether he's the right guy or not. But before we didn't have that technology, right? So they yeah, now you can find um, everything, you know, everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean everything. Literally, thank it's God there. they didn't have social media <laughs> exactly. when I was a teenager. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but again, that's part of it. So we want, of course, we want to recognize that we want to make them part of this organization because they are our future of it. So then, so then what are exactly, like, let's just say we have a very wide spectrum of individuals who, you know, listen to the show and, mm-hmm. and kind of follow along with everything that we do at walk and talk. Um, and that is walk in like a walk in cooler, walk and talk. Um, we're having a cooler chat, right? You know, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> some know what that is. Some <laughs> of it's social. Some might not be. Some might not be. Somebody <laughs> might get punched in the face. Who knows? Anyway, um, at the end of it, when never when, touch some chef, never touch him. My, I mean, I, I, I remember. Actually, side note, I remember one day I was kind of new in the business, and um, somebody on, the, I think they set me up. Somebody, <laughs> somebody no, on, never yeah, happens. Somebody on the line says, "Hey, I need whatever the you know, I need yep. celery or yep. whatever." Oh, all right. So, and as I was walking up, I heard the yelling from outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, all right. Whatever. Oh, you're oh, mad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't open the door. I Chef's op- in there. I, not only did I open the door, I pretended like they weren't there. I was like, hey, I'm looking. Hey, for- just grab the parsley. Be like, right. it's good. <laughs> Can you tell me where the celery is? I don't know. And and yeah, that, that didn't that go didn't over. go over too well. No, it yes, didn't. Yeah. All right. So, so back to our question. What, what, what are the offerings for? Um, whether it's an aspiring chef, whether it's a, a, a chef who's 
maybe coming close to retirement? Like, what are the benefits of the ACF? And and where do you? What are you going to do for these people? Like, what what's the what's the rub? I do this every day when I'm out in the industry, and I've been doing this as a member ever since I joined the organization. <clears throat> I never stopped talking. I walk with a logo in my jacket. People say, "Hey, ACF, here's my card. Get involved. Let's get you involved." But again, we go down that road, we inspire. We have the great thing about the ACF is there's so many great opportunities. Where you want to start and how much you want to play. This is like play, pay to play. So if you want to do a couple careers in your career and build up and then take a break, you can. Or if you want to just go full in, you can. And we started this new organization, ACF Young Chefs. What a great title. Would they not, they've got to be enticed to join in that. That's, that sounds like it's for me. So they have a home. We've kind of created a niche for them. So we have building blocks for them for where they can get involved and we can inspire them along the way. And that's what we do. High schools, you know, the high school uh, program in, in these schools are coming on more and more, more and more on board. We've got to foster that. I, I said, one of my other programs I want to start is fund the future. We won't have enough uh, people in accreditation to do all the site visits so we're going to have to put money against that to get out and do the site visits because it's going to be mandated by the states to have these schools uh, um, accredited. Yeah. accredited. So we got to make sure that we as the ACF are ready for that next leap and train the people to go out and do the schools. And that is our that, too, is our sub voice of the ACF as well. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty interesting. So, as you, you know, one of the things with our program, our show. It, we, I want to, I want to be part, and we want to be part of bringing new culinary passion and love from the younger folks into this business. You know, after you know, coming out of COVID and where we are now and everything, you know, we we saw what happened. Mm -hmm. it, it basically, you know, the, the industry was de destroyed. Yes. Yep. For lack it's, of a better, it's, it's, it's still, still recovering. It's still, still recovering. Yeah, yep. I mean, we're, yep. it, 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 slow road, a slow road back. Recover, yeah. But, you know, we, we, I feel compelled that we should be doing something uh, on that front as well. I'd love to be, I'd love to figure something yeah. out and kind of, you know, get involved with, you know, assisting. And then your other question was the older chefs. Right. As we retire, we have places for you. We have committees where if you want to give and get involved, there are spots for you. You know, they, you know, they always, well, you know, there's so much politics going on. It's like, well, you don't have to play the game. Just help in a aspect that you have a passion for you can do that sit on a bylaw committee sit on a simple committee you don't have to get in the whole game but you have time and if we can also one of the other things to help them with insurance benefits make sure we update that make sure you enhance and if we can get them discounts at conventions and help them along their journeys whatever we can do to help them and and also we still have to re recognize them. we today we talk about bringing all the young chefs young 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 and I know a couple of the other master chefs, like, well, we were forgotten soldiers. It's like, well, no, you're not a forgotten soldier. Uh, we just got to invite you back to, to the playing field. Yeah, but I think it also goes what you put into it, you get out of it. That's correct. So yes. if you yes. feel yeah. that you're a forgotten soldier, then you should have, you know, the old saying goes, weak wheel gets the oil. Yeah, that's um, correct. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. the true step. Yeah. So if you feel that way, then yeah. you should have asked, hey, and why And then do we I call them way? up and say, hey, chef, right. how do we get you back? We don't, you know, how can we get you involved? I, I'd love, I would love to. Yeah, you know? I, I, yeah. I agree with what you just said. You know, um, Jeff. Grease? Because, well, you know, like you need what to make some olive bacon, oil? bacon grease. I like olive oil. What do you It's because I'm Italian. So, um, no, I, I think that um, if you, 
you should say something, right? But right. On, on the other side of it, I think it should be proactive because you know what? Some people don't feel comfortable doing that. Like me, right. I would never. If it were, if I were right. in that position, I would. I'm I would, good. I'm a, yeah, I'm I would keep it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, it's just like with that. Same, with, that with that said, <laughs> I would love if somebody came and and actually, you know, hey, you know, uh, Carl. Uh, what? I would love that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I think it would be like a multi-prong approach. Well, and I think that's what we need to do as an organization. We don't, I don't think we really, uh, last year we did it because of Art Ritt. We mentioned that right. earlier, yep. you know, 56 years he's been with the organization and we as a chapter wanted to make a big deal of it. So we flew him up there and we that's finally, fantastic. you know, we, we did it and yep. we, I wanted to get where he was on stage, but they right. ended up because the, the agenda had already been done. So they were like, look, this is what we're going to do. And they recognized for 10, 15, 20, all the way up to anybody past 30 and then past 40, so on and so forth. The look on Art Ritt's face of him just overjoyed about being recognized for that. Yes. It doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yep. And it's huge. And I think we need to do that too. Like when we at convention, you say, right. who's first convention? We lost track of that throughout what yes. we're doing because yep. now we've actually consolidated because of cost. We used to do four days for convention because I get confused. It was four. Yeah. Yeah. We're going three. down three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, competition's <laughs> offsite because of, you know, cost. There's a lot of factors in doing these things that we do. I know in Vegas, I saw in the minutes, they were, they were charging the ACF $500 for a gallon of coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How do I get yeah. in on and that, that action? And cream of sugar is extra, by the way. Wow. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's not like some people sit there and throw out, get it donated. It's not about donation. The hotel needs to get paid they, they have for a, their employees. Their, their margins. Their and then margins, yep. their water needs to be done. All the equipment that they're utilizing. And so we have certain, an agreement of right. certain X amount of dollars that you have to spend. So, so you know, so we have to, sometimes we have to bump stuff up. But again, it's, it is, and it's too funny part because when you say that, I used to be in banquets at Walt Disney World. I used to charge you three hundred and twenty-five dollars for that coffee. I remember that. And now that I'm and on cost, the other side, it costs like thirty, and it's 30 cents. cents. And now I'm on the other side. I'm like, the nerve of you people charging that kind of money! How dare you? How dare you? And I'm like, I can't believe I did that. How did I sleep by myself at night? You went three dollars for a cookie that cost me twenty-five cents. Well, listen, at the so, with the yeah. mouse. I mean, those costumes are expensive. It's not just the mouse. Absolutely, yes, it's yes. not just the mouse. It's it's across the board. It's out there. I mean, yeah. there's there. There are ways that, you yeah. know, the restaurant industry, we have to make money where we can because we can't take a chicken and yeah. charge right. $75 for a chicken. So we get yeah. elsewhere, yeah. like that iced tea over there on that table. Yeah. Yeah. That, that looks just... pretty good about right now, yes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> sure enough. Okay. Right. So with, 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 uh, with that said, um, Chef Brian, uh, why don't you go ahead and um, you're going to take us out. Why don't you say, explain why you should be voted in how about saying let's get reelect me? Because I've always been engaged. I'm, I'm very transparent. I'm reachable. I get phone calls all the time, and we're here for you. I'm at your service. So uh, I'm available. I, I'm engaged, highly engaged, highly visible. And if they want to join my talk show, my talk show about my uh, Southeast regional calls, I open up everybody. And it's hard to get dialect, but I'm open for you. Let's keep moving forward. Change, change is painful, but we're going to make some changes. All right. I, uh, I, I echo that as well. Um, chef Brian, thank you very much for being on the program. Oh, the pleasure's mine. Jefferson, Chef. What a great team. We appreciate it. Love you, baby. John, day. appreciate it. We are out. <laughs> <laughs> the face he just gave you. <laughs> Thank you.
Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. (laughs) 